Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Voices of Chandler, the podcast. I'm your host, Melina Suniga, and today's episode is all about the exhibits over at the Chandler Museum. More specifically, Picturing Home, Dust Bowl Migrants in Chandler. We're tapping in with Tiffany Egnor, the Cultural Development Programs and Operations Manager, who took the lead on putting this exhibit together. We were sitting down in front of a display at the photos with government photographer Dorothea Lang, and while people were walking around admiring the exhibit, we were painting a picture of what Chandler looked like then and what it looks like now. In the late 1930s, Chandler had an influx of Dust Bowl migrants who fled their homes in search of a better life. This exhibit documents unique stories showing these migrants and their dwellings, which were often temporary. It examines what home looked like in Chandler then and what Chandler looks like today. It includes themes of housing, migration, agriculture, self-sufficiency, and empathy. Again, we're sitting in the exhibit, so expect to hear not-so-perfect audio, but starting off, Tiffany talks about the Dust Bowl and what Chandler looked like in the 1930s. So the Dust Bowl is an event that happened in the 1920s and 30s where there are a number of dust storms that are happening across the plains, um, especially the southern plains of the United States. And so there are a number of causes, both environmental causes like drought, um, as well as human causes because there were changes in the way that people farmed and the, the tools that they used in their fields, which was changing the way that the soil and the, the crops um, that were in those fields. And um, because of those causes, dust storms were rolling through the plains and it caused a lot of people to leave their homes. Um, they had to abandon their farms because they just weren't productive and the land couldn't, couldn't produce what they were you know, hoping to grow. So Chandler ended up seeing a, a large influx of people during this time because a lot of those individuals and families that were leaving their homes in the panhandles of uh, Oklahoma and Texas and um, the corner of uh, Colorado and New Mexico, they were headed to toward California. They were really looking to find the fertile lands of California where there's all this farming and this great soil where people can produce agriculture. And so that was kind of their goal, but guess what, what's right on the way, Arizona. So they're coming through this area and some of them are headed towards California um, with that goal in mind, but they've got to stop and work along the way. So they end up making stops here. Um, Chandler is kind of the first place that they hit after Tucson. Um, and so they're, they're coming to this area and they're working and some of them end up staying and some of them just are here for a short time and they move on uh, you know, to where they're maybe headed in California. Um, but Chandler really sees that influx of, of people during that time. And, and at the time in Chandler, there's you know, kind of a few different uh, components of what life is like in Chandler. So you've got uh, really wealthy people that are coming to Chandler from the Midwest and the East. Um, who are uh, staying at the San Marcos Hotel. So that brings in winter visitors that have you know, a lot of money and they come for the winter and they're staying here for a couple months at a time, uh, enjoying our nice weather here in the winter time. Um, and so you've got kind of that vibe that's happening in Chandler. And then you've got a lot of families that are living and working here and they own businesses or they um, maybe are farmers as well. Um, and they are, uh, you know, a lot of the lifeblood of this, the community and they um, are established here. And then you have these migrants that are just shifting through and coming and going and sometimes returning after a year for the next uh, harvest season. Um, so you kind of have these different communities that make up Chandler in the 1930s and, and, and that time frame. 
I wanted to pop in and read this quote from the exhibit itself by H.S. Hunter, the assistant to the editor at the El Paso Herald from 1928. It says, For there are three Chandlers, the Chandler of Rolls Royces and private railway cars owned by those who dwell in the San Marcos or its 30 Spanish houses at a rental of about $1,000 a minute, the Chandler of ordinary townsfolk who have to think about monthly bills and taxes and life insurance premiums, and the Chandler of farmers and livestock feeders. Back to our conversation. So I know we were chatting a little bit prior to us starting this interview, and you mentioned that starting this exhibit has been a decade-long process now to coming up. So can you talk a little bit about what first it was that really got you started? And then if we can do like a verbal walkthrough of what is now here. Yeah, so um, this exhibit, yeah, we've been working on it for a long time as far as sort of doing the research and developing the story and, and finding the resources. Um, in 2012, the museum um, published an Arcadia book that's one of those history, um, photographic history books that has images of, of uh, the area with captions. And so there was a Dorothea Lang um, and a Russell Lee photo, uh, two different photos that were published in that book. Um, and uh, both of those photographers uh, were employed by the U.S. government. Um, and they took photos all throughout the U.S. during um, this time frame. And so we had published those with the book um, and then we started to do a little more digging and we found there were additional photos that both of those photographers had taken. Um, Right at that time in uh, 2012, 2013, there was a biography published um, about Dorothea Lange and it included an image from Chandler and kind of this citation. Um, And Dorothea Lange, she's kind of a, um, you know, a a little known, person but her work is very famous so her the one that most people are familiar with is a photograph called migrant mother and it's sort of the image that represents the great depression so it's this mother with three children she's got a baby on in her arms and one child on each shoulder Um, and you can just see the you know the distraught um, and uh, uh, facial expression and kind of the poverty that surrounds her Um, and that image has been used over and over you know it's in the textbooks when you're studying the great depression Um, so she took that photo but she visited Chandler three different times as a photographer taking photos here as well Um, and so as we started to discover these images um, as well as the ones that Russell Lee took of the um, some apartment buildings that were here that the federal government had built and farms that they were operating um, we really were intrigued by this topic so Um, In 2013 or 14, we wrote like a lesson plan for local school teachers to be able to include this this history into their curriculum and we kind of worked with some teachers locally um, uh, staff here at the museum worked with teachers locally to um, get that into some of their curriculum and then we just kind of kept digging and you know uh, uh, researching about the story more and there's just so many topics that are so relevant to to today and that's really what kind of you know developed into this exhibition Um, So the exhibition kind of walks through um, a a number of different photographs that these two government photographers took that while they were here in Chandler. um, And then it talks about these different communities and different components of Chandler history. Um, The exhibit also focuses on um, some of the artistry in the photographs. 
Um, it focuses on uh, connections to Chandler. So for, so for those that want to learn more about Chandler's history, there's kind of a thread that runs through the exhibit um, just with those um, components. Um, it, there's an architecture theme um, because there were some federal, um, uh, uh, federally funded apartments that were built in Chandler and then they were um, published worldwide um, as, as an example of international architecture. So there are some uh, components uh, touching on that. Um, there's a couple of interactives that people can engage with. There's a couple of things that are built. We have um, a truck that's on loan here um, from Arizona Model A and Sam Guthrie um, that is kind of loaded up with objects like a family would have loaded up if they were moving out west during this time frame. So it really kind of puts you in the time and the place as you walk through. Absolutely. I was looking at pictures while I was doing my Google research and I found a photo, I think it was in Oklahoma, where just from the dust storms, you can only see the top of the car. Mm -hmm. That's how mm -hmm. bad, bad it was. was. Yeah. I'm imagining this was the type of car also mm -hmm. from the mm -hmm. 30s. I'm glad you brought up the photographers whose photographs are displayed here. How do you think that their photos represent what people were living through during that time. Yeah, well the really neat thing from our perspective is, you know, we do have a lot of like photographs of those families that were staying at the San Marcos Hotel or, you know, we have newspaper articles and and things that have been in our archive and, and that we've known about. Um, but these images really show like a, a of, um, a population that was migrating through and they aren't always documented in the same way um, and some of them we don't even have names of the people exactly so Dorothea Lang and Russell Lee they were taking some photographs of some of these people and they didn't record their names we don't have the all of the specifics um, but you get so many insights into their story and and kind of um, who they are and why they came here and what they're planning to do next because the captions will say um, there's a there's a series of images um, that is a, a grandmother with some children and it says that they've they've come here and they're here for the cotton harvest and they came from Amarillo Texas and they're planning to pick cotton here and then they're gonna head back um, and they're just here for the season and so you get those insights to the the stories of the people and they're really impactful um, and then to think about you know it'll even say kind of the location or uh, about the location of where they were were taken um, and it's like oh I've, I've driven down that road like I know where you're talking about and that's what was there you know all these years ago um, so I think from kind of the perspective of being here in Chandler it's just you know really intriguing to be able to see who was here and, and what people were doing and what their experience was like. Absolutely. So as we're walking through this exhibit, there's two currently. So it's the picturing home mm -hmm. and then it's also in the fields of the north. Mm -hmm. So both of these stories, it's interesting that you say maybe some these migrant stories might have not been captured the same mm -hmm. way that the people who would come stay at the San Marcos mm -hmm. were. So both of these stories kind of come around the stories of migrants. Mm -hmm. Can you kind of talk about the tie-in sure. and how these exhibits are set up to complement each other? Yeah, so here at the Chandler Museum, um, we always do a mix of exhibits. We have exhibits that we produce that our staff researches and writes and, and um, does all the work for, but then we also bring in traveling exhibitions. And those are exhibits that we contract with a company. You know, there are a number of companies throughout the nation and they bring in um, or they, you know, offer exhibits and we bring them into our site so they go to different places. So the one that um, is currently up is uh, the traveling exhibit is called In the Fields of the North. 
forth. And it is an exhibit that features um, contemporary photographs of migrant farm workers. And pairing these two exhibits together um, really brings out that relevance of, you know, you can look at some of these stories from the 1930s and then in the fields of the North shows some of these stories from the 80s, 90s, and, and early 2000s. Um, but you see some of the same um, themes and the same uh, challenges and the same issues come up in both of them. Um, and it's a really great, it's a really powerful exhibit to see. Um, it's just up through the end of August, um, so it kind of has a shorter run um, here at the museum. Um, and then in the fall, uh, the traveling exhibit that we will be hosting is called Thrift Style, and it features um, the stories and objects from um, women who reused and recycled um, things like uh, flour sacks and feed sacks to make clothing or aprons or other household items. Um, and so that exhibit also has some interesting tie-ins of kind of resourcefulness and using the things that you have and making do with what you have. Um, and also ties into themes of sustainability and upcycling today. Um, so it has a close connection to the exhibit too, but in a totally different way, um, a totally different topic. So we do try to pair um, our exhibits together in a way that, um, you know, offers different insights into some of those topics. Yeah. Awesome. So can you talk to me a little bit about, obviously it's hard to kind of get these stories from these minority communities. How difficult was it to find the photographs and mm -hmm. all of these elements that are displayed? Sure, so we used uh, a variety of different sources. Um, part of this exhibit is kind of told through the lens of the photographers and what they were seeing and experiencing. Um, and the, the nice thing with those photos is they are all in the Library of Congress and the National Archives, so they're accessible um, and available and they you know, have great captions that are paired with them. But there's lots of other stories that we were looking to support the exhibit with. So some of the things come from our own collection. Um, we went through photos that we have here at the Chandler Museum in the archive. We went through oral histories of um, that have been recorded over the years with residents from Chandler that you know talk about this time frame and talk about the experiences. Um, we worked with a couple other different types of collections to kind of get some insights into the stories from this time frame. In the fields of the north or en los campos del norte features over 50 photographs chronicling the lives of contemporary migrant farm workers. It includes photojournalist David Bacon's photos alongside oral narratives from migrant farm workers to give the audience a glimpse of their reality and showcase the food we eat and the lives of the people who harvest it. On a complete sidebar, I walked through both of these exhibits before and after I sat down with Tiffany, and this exhibit blew my mind. The photos captured were beautifully shot, and the stories labor and living conditions of these migrant farm workers were heartbreaking and full of optimism at the same time. Highly recommend you check it out. But back to me and Tiffany. So this has been a long time coming. Yeah. So, and we only audiences, maybe people who live in Chandler that come to the Chandler Museum, they only walk in and they see the final exhibit. Sure. And they don't see all the hard work behind it. So talk me through like a behind the scenes of the work that has been put into making this happen. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, as I mentioned, I mean, we've kind of been researching this topic and it's been percolating, you know, about 10 years. Um, but once we decide that we're gonna do an exhibit kind of of this scale and of this size, we do really put a lot of time and, and resources into creating it. And so that's everything from doing the research and making sure that we have you know, high resolution scans so that we can put the photographs up on the wall and print them in a way that people can see them. 
um, to you know seeing what kind of loans we might be able to get for objects. So um, one example of one of the really cool artifacts or a set of artifacts that are on display is um, we worked with the University in Texas that has a collection of Russell Lee's items. So he's one of the photographers, these uh, government um, employed photographers who photographed here in Chandler. And so we have a couple of different items, including one of the cameras that he used during his career. Um, and so those items are on loan to us um, from another organization and we're able to have them on site here as, as we uh, you know, do this exhibit. So there's a lot of research like that that happens along the way of, you know, what do we have or what other objects could we get from other institutions and what could we bring in? Um, I mentioned working with Arizona Model A to be able to get this truck, which is just kind of a centerpiece of um, the exhibit and really makes an impact. Um, and then there's the, you know, the things of the, the graphic design and um, the real production of what is the exhibit going to look like. Um, so we work with graphic designers to, to design panels and labels that are going to tell the story, um, not just with the words, but also visually um, and make connections throughout the exhibit. Um, in this exhibit, we also did work with a local artist, um, Jen Urso, and she created a map um, of Chandler and kind of of the places that are mentioned in this exhibit. Um, she did an illustrated map. It's kind of got a, like a hand-drawn look to it. And I love it because she incorporated so many of the themes from the exhibit into the map. So even the compass rose of the map um, has cotton bowls in it and it has like a tractor tire in the middle. Um, and it really is kind of a neat feature um, to include in the exhibit um, just visually. Um, so that was included. We worked with her to create that. Um, we did some infographics um, for this show. Um, you know, we created some interactive. So all of that time in production and, you know, you're always going through uh, uh, text and revising the text and then trying it out with somebody, having somebody read it and seeing how they react to it um, in the interactives. Like, does this make sense? Does what we're trying to get people to do in this activity make sense? So we have like a where are you from um, wall where people can put up a sticker if they, you know, were born and raised in Arizona or if they've moved and relocated to the state like so many have. Um, and it's color coded so you can kind of see some of the themes of where people, what's brought people to Arizona. So yeah, it's really kind of a long process, you know, doing the production. Um, in this exhibit, we also did a couple build outs. So we have a scene and it's a kind of, it was an abandoned trailer. And so we built a portion of what that might've looked like to give people that sense and then set it up with some of the artifacts from our collection to give people a sense of, you know, what that, that living site was like. I love that and I love when exhibits have interactive, very cool features. I was putting up a sticker when you walked no. in, when you <laughs> walked in for this interview. So obviously a lot of things have changed since the 1930s. Chandler has grown exponentially, mm -hmm. but since you've done all the research, what is one thing that you have found, not that has changed, because there's a lot that has changed sure. in Chandler, but kind of one thing that has stayed the same? Yeah, well, one of the, the things that we wanted to explore with this exhibit and um, kind of even with that question, the where are you from and, you know, have you relocated here, is that there are a lot of people in Chandler um, that have come here for a certain reason. And many of that, many of those people that have come um, and moved here and relocated here, it's for work. Um, and this exhibit talks about migrant labor and the, the work that people were doing and how the cotton harvest was bringing people to Chandler. You know, today it might be like the technology industry that is bringing so many people to Chandler, but they're relocating here for work, right? Um, so I think that that's an interesting theme that kind of carries on today um, uh, that's similar. 
Again, I highly encourage you to stop by the Chandler Museum and check out these wonderful exhibits. The staff does an amazing job putting these together, and if you didn't know... Picturing Home will be open through next August, so a whole nother year, till August 2023. So we'd love to have people come and see it, and In the Fields of the North is open through this August, so another month here, and then uh, and we'll have Thrift Style this fall. Well, now you know. Thank you to Tiffany for taking the time to talk to me about this exhibit, and thank you for listening to this podcast. If you're driving home, thank you for choosing me over music. I appreciate you. And if you're doing something else, I still appreciate you. (laughs) This podcast is brought to you by the City of Chandler. If you want to learn more about the exhibits that were talked about today, go visit the Chandler Museum. It's always free. You can also visit chandlerazy.gov forward slash voices of Chandler to check out some special show notes and get some background on more of what was talked about today. Thank you so much again. Make sure you keep an eye out for next month's episode. See ya.